You ready? I'm Lisa. And I'm Kelly. And this is Bad at Boundaries, the podcast where we share personal stories about setting boundaries, healing, and growing into the people we want to be. Get ready to laugh, sigh, and draw the line with us. Super easy first take. All right, Kelly, where'd you draw the line this week? So I drew the line, not this week, but recently, um, with kind of dabbling with uh getting back on dating apps and Mm. running into a blast from the past so I'll start with that piece um yeah so this is someone that was in like full-on situationship territory like yeah we were better pen pals than we ever were in person together hadn't hadn't spoken to them in years like I'd moved to a new city moved back been Mm -hmm. all over the place I'm dressed up for a Taylor Swift dance party. So I'm in, yeah. like, a fully sequined dress. <laughs> yes. Um, and, like, hair and makeup were done. Mm-hmm. And when do you ever get to run into someone you have history with? Like, usually you're at Walmart in your sweatpants at 11 a.m. with, like, six bags of chips in your oh arms. Oh, my God. <laughs> on that snack run. Um, but you were looking like a 10, basically. I was looking like a 13. Whoa, oh, Taylor Swift. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and wasn't expecting to run into him. Maybe should have been prepared because I was hanging out with, with mutual friends and just kind of forgot that they knew each other mm-hmm. and just didn't consider that as a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I slid into his DMs, even though I know better. Like, this man has ghosted me before. Oh, man. Um Oh, Kelly. Yeah. It's the it's the situation ship that should have sailed oh. um, <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. Anyways, we're chatting, and it's one of those things where we have never been able to make and stick to coffee plans. Like, that's an activity oh. we have historically never been able to succeed at. Oh, no. So that's always, like, become my, my bar where mm-hmm. I'm like, we start with that. If we can't pull it off, like, this is not happening again. Yeah. So, suggested it. He wasn't feeling well, so bailed, like, rescheduled. Um, and I was like, you know what? That's fair. Like, we're we're in the world we live in now. Like, that's best case scenario. He's, yeah. he's a teacher. It was spring break. That's when teachers always get sick because the germs know when your body has time to rest. And, like, there could have been a lot of factors. I didn't ask um, what those were. Mm. Um, But we reschedule. I'm, like, already kind of, like, backing off and have my guard up. Mm -hmm. And, like, we're just casually chatting. And I was like, okay. Like, and I think the reason that I couldn't let this one go for so long is because I was looking at the potential Oh, you can't do that. I, yeah. I know. I know better. Yeah. And I knew better years ago the first time it happened. Um, so we were just casually chatting. Um, I was, like, hanging out with my friend's dog one day, so I was sending pictures of the cute corgi puppy. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of, like, close out the conversation. Like, both of us stopped replying, I think, by, like, 8 p.m. Okay. I wake up Wednesday morning for work. And there's a full frontal unsolicited picture in my inbox uh, sent over Instagram in the format where it stays in the chat. 
Oh, no. So it's like, I can't even type a response without this literally staring me in the face. Um, (laughs) So thankfully, we live in a a day and age where there are multiple communication methods available. Mm -hmm. Um, That was from an Instagram account where I just immediately, like, unfollowed and blocked and reported the account Uh, because I did, like, panic a little bit in the moment, to be fair. Like, I... That this is not the first time it's happened to me where mm-hmm. it's like comes out of nowhere like that, mm-hmm. and it's just a terrible feeling because you go from feeling like you've been like having a good conversation, maybe like building up a friendship, like as a starting point, like building that foundation, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, this person's just trying to bang me. Well, yeah, it makes you feel so like my first feeling whenever something like that happens and thank god it's only happened like once or twice in my life but like it's almost like oh you're just using me like cool like I feel stupid almost yeah like assuming that not that and I want to make it clear you aren't stupid like you clearly were just like trying you were being an optimist you were just trying to make it work and there was somebody who like clearly did not have the same level of commitment for you you yeah And the worst part of it was, like, I saw you right after, Mm -hmm. um, and I was justifying it. I was trying to be like, oh, like, it seems like he's really not in a good place. Like, he wasn't having a great day. He wasn't feeling well. Which says so much about you that your first instinct when a dude sends you an unsolicited picture of their junk is not, like fuck this guy like this I didn't ask for this like get out of here your first instinct is he's having a mental health crisis like you were too kind Kelly <laughs> like Lisa I texted our mutual friend I know to get another mutual friend that knows this other guy better to do like a welfare check which and, is so much better than he deserves Kelly and like in my defense I I was like, I don't want to know what comes out of this. If it doesn't happen, great. Like, Mm -hmm. I've passed this on. Mm -hmm. Like, my sense of responsibility, which I should never have even had in the first place, is, like, done. Like, I'm I'm wiping my hands of this. Mm -hmm. And I stuck to that. I I didn't follow up. Mm -hmm. Like, I unfollowed and blocked his accounts. um, Both accounts. He had two to deal with. Well, his personal and his poetry account, which I'm going to go ahead and say red flag. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The one that he sent the picture in uh, doesn't seem to exist. So Uh. the one good thing that might have come out of this is whether or not he's learned his lesson, he's smartened up. Because it's like this actually came up in the car on the way over. But Mm -hmm. like, I feel like a lot of people out there um, like in in my experience and I can only speak of like from the experience of being a woman yeah. is like we know you do not put your face in any photos whether it's yeah. full frontal or there's like lingerie mm-hmm. your face is not in there you have tattoos not in there not in there Mm-mm. birthmarks Gone. not in there like yeah. piercings or photoshopped out like <laughs> to be honest like a distinctive room or decor that's around you I don't even put my hair in mine <laughs> like, no, you're in front bald. of a blank wall yeah the <laughs> yeah. hair is up yeah um and like you you set things up in a way that like mm-hmm. you are sharing but also if this floated onto the internet like who is she yeah could be anyone who is she well we'll um, never know and like the worst part is now that I'm saying this out loud mm-hmm. is like 
on the receiving end, sometimes, who is she? Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Yeah. They're just stoked to get the picture. Yeah. Not always. There's lots of people that are like, oh my goodness, this is the best gift that this person could have given mm-hmm. me. I will treasure this. And that's great. If you have one of those, mm-hmm. um, I hope they're telling you this and not just being quietly excited because I think people deserve to be hyped up. Yeah. I also think sending pictures is like totally fine and normal. Oh, yeah. When you've had a conversation about it mm-hmm. and again, like had that consent piece. Well, and even, like, he didn't even give you an implied consent piece. Like, that's the thing that really bothered me about it. It was basically the equivalent of walking into your house and pulling down his pants. Like, I, back when I was single, I was, like, swapping pictures like they were dollar bills. Like, it was crazy, and, like... Were you taking new pictures every time, or was there a folder? I was often, uh, I did have a standard stock. Like, Mm -hmm. I had, like, if it was a really good photo, that's getting saved. If you're listening to this and you did not know that people recycled this type of photo... Absolutely. Um... I'm not sorry for bursting that bubble. No, it's realistic. (laughs) Listen, I don't have time to always be shaved and be looking like my best the way that I feel sexiest. Like, I don't have time for that. Frankly, I I don't have enough razor blades because I have thick ass hair. (laughs) Like, I just, I can't afford to be always at like my sexiest self or at least how I feel sexiest in those photos. And so, yeah, they're back when I was like swapping nudies like crazy. um, Yeah, I had a, a stock that I would send. But there would also be, like, a certain level of preamble beforehand. And granted, when all this was going down, I was, like, God, in that, like, just at a high school area or, like, briefly in university when I was, like, in between boyfriends or whatever, um, you know, like, there wasn't necessarily conversations about explicit consent. But, like, it was very clear what I was sniffing around for. Like, Mm -hmm. we've had this conversation a million times. I'm not a subtle person. Nothing about me is subtle. Like, if I want to see your nudes, I will... Hi, like, can I see them? Or, like, get something going. Like, I'll make it pretty clear what I want. And then it's Mm -hmm. up to that person to reciprocate. And, like, same thing. Like, you can tell when a man wants you to send your nudies. Or when a person wants your nudies. I don't know why I'm calling them nudies. (laughs) (laughs) Your noodles. Your noodles. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I've been flashed before. Have you been flashed in real life? Not the bottom half. Oh, I've gotten it all. I've gotten front, back, <laughs> I've tops. Been mooned. Yeah, yeah. Well, mooning is mostly good nature. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a mischievous element to mooning that is not present in flashing your front bottom. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, like he didn't even give you the opportunity to consent, which that's a red flag when people don't give you that chance, you know? Yeah. And this is. It's. And the worst part is, is, like, when I've had discussions with people about, like, cyberbullying before, where mm. I'm, like, or it's some of those, like, PSAs that are out there, those ad campaigns that are, like, if you wouldn't say it to someone's face, why are you saying it behind a keyboard? Absolutely, So yeah. I think you have to do the same thing with, like, online mm-hmm. interactions, like, even one-to-one, is, like, how would you have felt if they had walked into your house and done yeah. that? And I don't think I was really thinking about it that way until mm-hmm. you said that to me, like, the first time. Like, Oh, I was pissed on your <laughs> behalf. And also, too, like, for context, this is... The person who did this to you was... I think he's like two years older than me but we went to the same high school you know him too we were in drama club and I remember when you told me that you were talking to him again I was like okay like 
kind of remember that person, but, like, obviously he was a senior when I was, like, a freshman, to use mm-hmm. American terms. So, like, we didn't have a lot of crossover. And yeah. I remember him not being a dick to me, which back then was quite nice. So I endorsed him yeah. to you. And I felt really gross after that and somebody I knew did that. Even the night I ran into him, like, our mutual friends were like, oh, like, you know each other. Like, mm-hmm. like he's a pretty good guy um that kind of Mm -hmm. information so he was kind of getting like hyped up Mm -hmm. um but then as soon as I called my mutual friend that same friend that hyped him up Mm -hmm. I kind of like it was an awkward conversation this is like not a conversation you want to (laughs) have no especially because like the 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 guy I had to call Mm -hmm. is like we're like family friends like our families know each other well like our brothers are friends like yeah all of that like his parents stay at my parents house when they're in town Uh, um that kind of thing and I was like kind of dancing around this mm -hmm. and being like oh like remember when we ran into like this other guy and like yada yada and like took for taking forever to get to the point Mm -hmm. and he like just straight up was like did he send you something inappropriate Mm -hmm. and I was like okay, like, did I give and manage to give enough information that he just got it? Or, or is, is this, this a pattern? Yeah, is that a pattern of behavior? And you've heard people say this about that person before. And then it, like, when you were telling me that, I was like, why didn't somebody warn you? Why aren't they surprised by this behavior? Because, like, mm-hmm. I think about all the people I know, I would be really surprised if somebody because ignored we're, that. we're trained to be flattered. mm it's like a compliment that someone wants to show you their junk. I mean, it depends on the quality of the appendage. I wish but... everyone listening could see Lisa's face right now. <laughs> Just the look of pure disgust that... Well, okay, so... And I've shared this with you before. Like, I've only gotten one really gross, really unsolicited message before in my life. Like, I, I think I've been really lucky in the online world where, like... And this is coming from a girl who spent a lot of time on chat roulette. I've only seen (laughs) one or two body parts or had like an unsolicited picture thing happen to me. And the reason why I get so disgusted is because the last time it happened to me, it completely caught me off guard and made me feel like my personal online space was no longer safe. Mm -hmm. So the situation with this is... This Instagram account followed me, and I have a private Instagram, like, very, very private. I have a private Instagram now. Yeah, no fucking kidding, right? Um, So, yeah, I have a private Instagram, and this person followed me, this guy. And I remember, like, being like, the name sounds familiar, but I don't specifically, like, know who this person is. And then I went to his profile, and it was like, we follow, like, 40 people in common. All of them are high school people. And I'm thinking, like, okay, this is probably somebody I went to high school. And, like, you know, it's been 10 years since I was in there. More than that, almost. Yeah, more than that now. And I was like, I probably just, you know, like, forgot this person. Memory issues are a side effect of ADHD. Did you know that? They're also a side effect of smoking marijuana. Sorry, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I think there are a couple of factors working against me here. Um, But long story short, I was like, okay, I feel like I know this person. I'll, I'll just follow him, like, let him follow me, whatever. And not even an hour later, and I should also say, like, my private Instagram is a very accurate portrayal of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot of pictures of me and John on there, 
being a couple, we've been together five years now, like, it's pretty clear we're together, mm-hmm. which the expectation of poorly raised men is that if you will not expect women or respect women, you will at least respect the men that they are attached to. This is an unfortunate reality. Yeah. So, and that's like putting the bar on the floor. Yeah, the bar is on the floor, but I've been, for the last five years, largely immune to a lot of online harassment from people I know because they see my six-foot-something, 230-pound boyfriend and think, yeah, I'm not going to push my luck with that one. So I've been really lucky in that regard, even though like, I can take care of myself. I don't need him to take care of me. But helps in situations like these anyways so this guy who i like had just followed less than an hour later sends me the longest paragraph i think anyone has ever sent me online and there's no hey hi like how's it going long time no see no warm-up literally no warm-up it was just immediately for all the (laughs) listeners For play. For for play. Verbally. (laughs) Physically. Everything. Get those engines running. Well, it's like what we were saying before. It's about if you can't ask for consent, you're too cowardly to ask for it. You should at least be looking for implied consent. Some sort Mm -hmm. of consent should be there. You should always give people the opportunity to let you know that they're, they're into it. They're open to it. This guy didn't give me that opportunity. He just launched right in with the most sexually explicit paragraph I've ever seen about all the things and all the holes he wanted to enter in my body. It was very graphic. (laughs) Yeah, it was really graphic. And the thing that freaked me out is it was like super long and the messages kept coming. So I didn't even have time to like process and be like, okay, how do I want to deal with this? Because I was a little rusty at how I wanted to deal with it. Did it feel like he was typing that fast or that he was copy-pasting this to multiple people? I don't know. Like, it happened, all this happened within the span of 10 minutes. So it would have been really reasonable to, like, those messages came. And he sent me, I want to say around five. It could be four, it could be six. Like, somewhere in that range. Quite a few. And they're all quite long. So, like, he could have, in theory, maybe he's one heck of a typer. Maybe he was on, I'd like to think he was on his desktop, and he was, like, all the right typing it. <laughs> like, really had those skills, so he was able to, like, get going really fast. But we, we're, we're such I hate that we kids. just tried to compliment him for how fast he typed his well, explicit listen, content. I was really mean to him without how I reacted, and I even told you after I did this that I felt bad about how I reacted. I don't think I should, but if there's one nice thing I can say about him to counteract how evil I was after it was that he was a very fast typer if he was in fact typing all the right type works anyway <laughs> um so I ended up please sponsor us if you please, still exist yes, um, <laughs> <laughs> promo code boundaries um, we're so, kidding in case you couldn't tell <laughs> I'm not I would love to get a sponsorship we'll from all the right ty- yeah let's manifest it anyway so I ended up taking screenshots of the messages that he sent me And I tagged him and I tagged the 40-odd people that we had in common. Every single one. Yeah, every single. I was like, so I tagged everybody we followed in common. And I just posted everything on my story. And was just like, yeah, this is who you're all following. And he had a lot to say to me right after. He was like, take that down right now. Like, those messages were just for us. Like, I didn't say you could share them. And I was like, I didn't I hate that he said us instead of for for you. Oh, it was just gross. And I I ended up blocking him. But what really bothered me is not one person who we followed in common 
had anything to say to me about his behavior or like nobody even said that's fucked up like I can't believe that blah 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 and I tagged 40 odd people in it did any of them mm-hmm. I guess you wouldn't have known if they unfollowed him which is probably yeah. healthier that you just removed that ability to check but yeah I just I was really disappointed by how and but no but nobody owes me that like nobody owed me a reaction to be clear I was just surprised how complicit like people are especially when like something that graphic and kind of like what I want to say just rude like it was just really a rude weird interaction to have and it's presumptuous yeah really and also I was like look at my profile like leave me why are you sniffing around here like leave me alone I didn't invite this like a follow is not consent because confidence is sexy Mm -hmm. asking for your want for what you want is sexy Mm -hmm. but like consent is also sexy and there's like a big difference between just like diving in without testing the waters oh yeah obviously he was diving into a very shallow pool of (laughs) he was diving into a puddle of interest (laughs) literally not i was like i don't even know who you are but i just like assume it's not like this was an old high school crush coming out of nowhere and telling me like I'm in love with you I've always been in love with you like would love to do xyz this is just like the equivalent of a man in the Pornhub comments like just strolling on into your life and talking about you as if you are something to be consumed yeah and it was just so such a weird like invasion of like I deliberately curate my Instagram so like it's very clear that I'm not interested in that and I keep it private and like I'm a woman online but I also know what I look like I'm a hot girl online like that's just the reality of the situation Mm -hmm. I've dealt with shit like this before I've never dealt with shit like that from somebody who I thought was safe so Mm -hmm. like unlike you my first reaction was not to be like this might be a mental health crisis my first reaction was like this is the closest I can get to like beating the shit out of you through the screen so that's what I'm gonna do and I don't even know if it's a good thing, but I do mm. the same thing. If I see, like, a ton of, like, mutual yeah. um, follows, I'm like, okay, probably good people. Mm-hmm. And, like, on the one hand, I like that we have almost this, like, societal <laughs> trust built in. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm like, okay, like, that is not mm-hmm. always enough. Especially yeah. because I think everyone has a little bit of a chameleon to them. And mm-hmm. also, like, no one's perfect, so... Like, someone who knew me well five years ago and Mm -hmm. someone that knows me well now have very different perceptions of what I'm like, and you can't control that. But Mm. it's like, is this person, do they behave completely differently? Well, I feel like, for at least the people I know and the people that I'm friends with, just kind of going back to Mm -hmm. what you were saying about, like, it was weird that my mutual friend didn't seem surprised by this. Like, I feel like... I expect never heard silence quite that loud yeah and it's just like I feel like why like I trust the people in my life to be able to tell who's a good person who's a bad person and I do use the community that I'm a part of to kind of determine who's safe and Mm -hmm. who's not and to me it's very troubling when a trusted member of my community is not as concerned with protecting everyone as Mm -hmm. I am like I find it concerning that your one mutual friend, yeah, he's not obligated to, like, cut people out of his life just because 
you know, they sent a nude picture to a woman that wasn't wanted, but it's also like, why don't you feel compelled to even critically look at that in yeah. any way? Like, or, yeah, I just, uh, I don't think you need to look for justifications as mm-hmm. to why he behaved that way. He behaved that way because he doesn't care about consent. Yeah. That's all that behavior tells you. And I think you're perfectly within your right like you got excited about this person especially Mm -hmm. a situationship where it's like god it's finally gonna work out it's finally gonna happen like you've always had feelings for this person and then he disappointed you in about the most severe way that he could have and i think rom-coms teach you that right person wrong time is a very real thing Mm. so then like all of these different movies that I watched mm-hmm. growing up and all these scenarios mm-hmm. that I've been taught, like, all these tropes mm-hmm. that I've been taught are realistic and yeah. I'm now unlearning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think just, like, set me up for much, like, way too much excitement over yeah. the anticipation of potential. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I think if if someone... I think it's good to understand where people are coming from mm-hmm. so that you can have enough of a picture to decide what kind of reaction you give to them, yeah. what kind of reaction you owe to yourself, or maybe like maybe you can journal about it, maybe mm-hmm. you do something publicly so you can protect other people. Mm-hmm. But that being said, that never makes it your responsibility to fix them. No, and I think you I think you really like again it's a testament to how kind you are and how I don't want to say forgiving because I don't think you should forgive this behavior, but I, I think it I'm is not always good at forgiving. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I don't think you should forgive this person, but I think it's a testament to how mm-hmm. empathetic you are that you were trying to not justify the behavior, but you know, try to explain and and like really try to see it from this person's perspective, mm-hmm. their point of view and like Obviously, you know, that wasn't expected behavior, but if something like that had to happen with him disregarding your consent, I think the best possible scenario was that it happened digitally, not to you physically, Mm -hmm. and that it happened, like, very early on in this rekindling. And it's like, okay, you know right away that he doesn't care about consent, and that's a deal breaker. Yeah, thank you, next. Yeah, and I think for me, I am often very objective, Mm -hmm. which, like, is something I get told constantly by people around me, Mm -hmm. which most of the time is a good thing, Mm -hmm. but in cases where someone wants to just vent to you and be, like, 100% supported, I have to consciously turn it off. So I'm learning to recognize that that is not always... Mm -hmm. a superpower to draw on Mm -hmm. I think it's a good thing most of the time but still Mm -hmm. I think spending energy on looking at the big picture sometimes also prevents you from just like feeling your feelings yeah yeah and and I get that and yeah I don't know I'm I'm happy it didn't work out (laughs) yeah so I think there's a lot of different ways to draw the line Mm -hmm. we gave you a couple we're not we're not recommending or discouraging you because we don't feel your feelings so mm-hmm. I think yeah if if you learned anything mm-hmm. from the stories of ours that we chose to share it's trust your gut mm-hmm. feel your feelings and change boundaries with people mm-hmm. if if they're not willing to meet them mm-hmm. and believe them if they don't yeah. respect your boundaries believe it the first time 
Mm-hmm. And just because you have a history with someone doesn't mean it needs to be revisited. Yeah. Sometimes the past is just supposed to stay in the past. Yeah, that one is dead and gone and buried. I feel for, like for good now. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> I feel like that was a lesson from the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good timing. Yeah. Good place to draw the line? Yeah, I think we draw the line here. Bad at Boundaries is a podcast created by Lisa Hennig and Kelly McGillis. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Bad at Boundaries. Thanks for listening.